0: What's up guys? Welcome back to the Babes and Brutes podcast. I'm Cameron
1: and I'm Cassidy. What is up you guys?
0: What's up? Cassidy just mocked me <laughs> doing that whole thing. It makes me really self-conscious.
1: It's so repetitive.
0: So we've had kind of a busy week. It's our second week of school yeah. so it's like we're just like getting back into things and I was thinking about this earlier like I feel like I'm, like, you get back into things, like, you get in your routine of school, but you're also, like, not fully out of the summer mode.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm still in summer mode, and I need to not be.
0: Like, you come home and think, like, you can just, like, be done for the day. Just
1: hang out. Yeah. And it's, like, I still have a lot of school Like, work. hours of, like, like school work and stuff. I still have stuff I need to do. I need to be, like, getting my life together. Yeah. Planning but. for my future and not watching Netflix. <laughs> that's what I do.
0: Um, yeah, so it's kind of been... It's been a chill week. It's also been a pretty chill week in entertainment news, would you say? Yeah,
1: which is, like, it's, like, good, but it's bad because, like, no news is obviously kind of good news because, you know, you don't want, like, it's, like, not... Yeah. Whenever it's it's, news, it's normally bad. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... It also there's not much to chat about but I also feel like we have a pretty like wide variety of things to like chat we
0: about we've been wanting to film a podcast earlier this week just because like it's fun and then I have time to like edit it the rest of the week or whatever but like we honestly needed a full week to collect information this week because there just like has not been a lot going on so I don't know I guess that's good but also don't worry guys we have enough to you know get us through so
1: yeah so grab a brew and come chat with us <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I guess as always, I feel like we do this every episode, but we got to recap Bachelor in Paradise, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> recap Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs>
0: or you can do it at the end.
1: <laughs> oh, no, nah, let's just do it now okay. because it's on my mind.
0: Okay. So I have a list. I, before we film this podcast, I go through. Both episodes, (laughs) which are both about an hour and forty-five minutes, are movies. (laughs) And I go back through it after I've already watched it, and I make a list. Do you know how
1: much they probably have to like edit out? Like they have enough drama footage, like worthy footage, to put in. Okay, that's why I'm saying. Forty minutes. That's why I'm
0: saying this is the best season ever because they have never been this long. It is. It's usually like an hour and a half, and then Tuesday will be like thirty or forty minutes. You know. Yeah. Like, it is so long. And then this Monday, it's a three-hour okay. episode. Maybe I'm stupid, <laughs> but, like,
1: I don't understand this about, like, Bachelor in Paradise. This is, like, kind of off topic. It's okay. But, like, why do you think they do, like, the producers, like, for example, like, all the guys who don't get roses, they, like, send them home, but then they bring in more girls, and then they, like, don't have anyone. Like, now we're at the point where they, where, who'd they bring in? They're brought in those, Cassandra. like... Cassandra. Yeah like two girls and mm. then they're like everyone's already coupled up like isn't that kind of stupid
0: yes but that's what they do every time is it just then, to, like
1: bring in drama it's just like, switch don't things want up them a to little have bit the cu- like the couples are like set and they're like good like, exactly just be happy for them well you're clearly not a
0: bachelor <laughs> producer mind because the bachelor producers need to bring them in to like, stir shit up to stir but, shit up because imagine if you like had just like the 10 couplers, or I don't know how many, yeah, like five then it's couples. Like because then it's it'd like, just be like a weird orgy show, <laughs> like that, like yeah. doesn't make sense, you know? So they need these yeah, people but to come in. I also in. Like, feel
1: bad because, like, I feel bad for yeah. people, like, um, but
0: also that's what makes it such like I feel a good bad for like show. Angela
1: now because yeah. she like got blindsided because of
0: the okay, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Okay, well, it. Okay, well <laughs> the first thing I have on my list because it kind of carried over from the week before and it was. Definitely, like, a forefront, at least in the first episode. It was Jenna going on a date with Benoit after her fight with Jordan. Yeah. And then Jordan, of course, freaking out.
1: Jenna, like, and Jordan are just meant to be together.
0: Okay, I was pretty pissed at first because I am such a Jenna and Jordan fan. I think they are meant to be. I think he, like, is infatuated with her. And I, like love them all I think it's I don't know I I think they're such a good couple but then Benoit come in and came in comes in whatever and um kind of stirred stuff up and like yeah. I wasn't that mad at Jenna and Benoit being like a couple do you know what I mean yeah I don't like I <laughs> is that all you have to say <laughs> I'm
1: collecting my thoughts okay I don't know I'm just like not I don't like. No, I am a Benoit fan, but I don't. I don't think he's him and Jenna are right. Like okay. I, I like them both. I just think Jenna and Jordan are just meant to be together. I really I don't agree. have anything to back that up. I just it's kind of like a gut instinct. Yeah, but I. It's also just so funny the things that Jordan says to Benoit. I think Jordan like, it's so funny. Okay,
0: hear me out. I was thinking about this while we were watching the episode. I think Jordan and Joe are the two best people to ever be on any type of bachelor franchise. Yes, they're ever. so
1: entertaining.
0: Like they are so like, first of all, Joe is just I mean, as you heard in the last episode, I could talk about him for hours. He is an upstanding human. Mm-hmm. That even showed more this episode. We'll get into that too. But and then Jordan is just hilarious. He's so funny. Like there is no way you could script what he says. No, like it's just like doesn't make sense. But then also kind of makes sense. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: The things that come out of his mouth though, I'm like, how did you even come up with that? It's so funny. But I don't know. I was, I'm here for Jordan and Jenna. Me too. And I'm happy that, she like made the right decision yeah so she ended up
0: picking Jordan I just feel like
1: there's not that many people that are like 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 Jordan and like they just work like yeah he found it he found someone that like works with I
0: definitely think people like him way more than they did on his season that's
1: because he like in his season he like wanted to get like he wanted the attention and like he wanted to be like people to know him yeah so he was like annoying and said and arrogant and like
0: got and like yeah but now friends. that everyone knows
1: who he is and he has his like small fame he can <laughs> yeah. like chill out and actually focus and on, he like, like
0: loves jenna <laughs>
1: yeah and he can like focus on fun. i love that too like yeah. he really does like
0: like jenna's just he, like, like his literal every thought yeah
1: like, he, i love like that loves her
0: i would love a love and, like, like when that. he
1: wrote sorry in the sand it's <laughs> <he's
0: like, laughs> so funny it's
1: so funny okay
0: let's move on we have Connor, Crystal, and Chris this week. So Okay, yeah. I was
1: surprised by this kind of...
0: Me too. Okay, Crystal has been truly surprising me this me season. Too. So we have... And I don't hate her. Okay, like, let me explain the situation. Oh. So so Chris, just if anyone, you know, maybe missed the episode this week. Yeah. Okay, so Chris and Crystal have been a really good couple, I guess, the past week. I mean, you can't really say good couple in this season because everybody breaks up every three seconds but they've been a good couple for the last like week they work everybody's like yeah they you know are their own weird thing and then Connor comes in Mm -hmm. who's real hot I will say he's hot he's just
1: a pretty boy he's a he's, he's just hot. like
0: super generic looking yeah. but he's hot so um Crystal's infatuated with him a little bit really and then Connor's she just said
1: so like multiple times she's like I came to paradise to
0: find Connor exactly so like that definitely so threw her, her through a loop it's
1: so her type
0: and then I think it's kind of annoying that she said she wasn't gonna go on a date with Connor and then Ends up going See, on a date. That's which
1: I, where I was like, did she say? I know she said she told him yeah. that she wanted to pursue things with Chris and wanted to give him.
0: But she never said she would. Yeah, go on wanted to date. give him. Yeah. Not,
1: she basically was like insinuating, like I don't want you to ask me on the yeah. date. I want you to take other girls. Yeah, but she, I don't think it never said I would say
0: no. Yeah. So they so, went on the date. It looked like they have a good time. They yeah. had a connection, but in the end, she ended up. Going back to Chris, which uh, honestly which I I'm, think
1: is good. Like she stayed loyal to him. You
0: know, I'm like think that was the exact thing she she should have done. Like she found out her curiosity with Connor. Like she wanted to meet him. She did, and she ended up liking Chris more. And I honestly like I'm so happy for Chris. Yeah. Like,
1: and I think Chris played it well too. Like he didn't freak out. Like obviously yeah. he was bum, but he didn't freak out. Like, like he wasn't like, oh my gosh, you said you wouldn't go on the date, which she basically didn't definitely. say that to him. Like she was like. Well I told (laughs) I told Connor that Basically that She wouldn't go on the date That's what she implied She might not have said it But she for sure implied it Like he thought Okay if he asks her She's gonna say no But like Whenever she did go on the date, he didn't freak out. He took it well, and then he yep. got what he deserves. she yeah. chose him
0: honestly, and I feel. And bad I was really
1: hoping that she would go back to Chris because I like Chris a lot. I feel bad
0: that Connor had to go home because of it and like didn't yeah. get a see. That's a just fair like child. something that sucks. Like everyone's coupled up, so like. But also, it's his own fault for asking Crystal after Crystal was upfront about he, yeah. being So it Chris. is his
1: fault, but yeah. also it does suck because most of the people were coupled up.
0: Yeah, for sure. I would h- rather not come than like come in this late. You know, to paradise. Yeah, I was I
1: was honestly surprised though that like Chelsea didn't like t- t- uh I thought that maybe Chelsea would give him a rose because I feel like they would too. Both just like want to stay for me some too. reason and she I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I just want to talk we don't they kinda bore me and I don't really want to talk about it for that long, but yeah. the Kevin and Astrid just like slight drama. Yeah. The only reason I want to talk about this is because it made me love Kevin. Like I've, it made I me love him. Uh, I I I was I've really been on the fence with him lately because I don't know I've always just like is he just like some douche who's just like here for a good time or is like he, he's serious and I really feel like he like showed his like even this these two episodes have just been the best lately and what, he's right
1: like what he was saying so if he basically you guys don't,
0: yeah yeah you wanna recap if you guys this?
1: don't know um he basically told uh Astrid that who
0: they've been dating pretty much the whole time.
1: Yeah, yeah. they've been dating the whole time and he was just like allowing her to like date not like date but like see what it would be
0: like with yeah. other people since and they she, haven't had that option yet. Yeah,
1: and just like pursue other people if she wanted to. And Obviously, she freaked, she freaked out, out yeah. and didn't want to because she loves him mm-hmm. and kind of thought that that was him like not It definitely thinking, looked like, like that. Yeah, it did look like that like not being committed to her or mm-hmm. like having um feelings, but what he was getting at is that He's been on two bachelors like shows already. Yeah. Um he I know he was on Winter Games and like he was with Ashley I and then She they were with each other in. Yeah. And then he got like blindsided. So he just wanted to like make sure that since they've been dating the whole entire time yeah. that they she got the opportunity to like meet other people but then like to still see if they had a connection. Yeah. And I don't think it was him being shady. I think he has a and legitimate, he, like, he's scared. He brought up to this her. this has happened already um, to him, and, like, it just didn't work out. And so. he
0: brought up to her, like, this is just him talking. Like, he likes to talk things out. He goes to therapy two times a week. Yeah. Like, that, I think, just was, like, so, like, he's being so upfront, which is yeah. just, cool night. I just got really good vibes. Everything's good with them now, so. I'm glad yeah. that happened. I, they I work like out. and
1: I like how he's like genuinely thinks about him. He's yeah. like scared. He's, he's like serious. I, he, it's like he wants it to work out so much. He wants to just like make sure that she is all in. Like yeah. he is, but she wants to make sure she is.
0: So. Yeah. Okay, so the best part of the whole episode, the Kendall-Leo-Joe drama. Oh, God. Okay, so Kendall went out with Leo. They've been exploring that. And, like, Kendall was, like, into Leo. At the beginning of the episode, she was like, I just crave him, like, blah, blah, blah. She was being a stupid whore because Joe's the best. Um, And then, so, basically, Kevin told Leo that he told Kendall... That he, that Leo <laughs> kissed Chelsea, Chelsea. Which I think that was such a stand-up thing of Kevin. He was like, I'm not trying to start drama. It, she just needs to know.
1: I think she should too. I'm, 100%. She would. She needed she to know. She even reacted like, I would want to know. Yeah. I mean, I would want to know. So then
0: Kendall brought it up to Leo about kissing Chelsea and Leo's freaked out. Like, just could not handle it. I don't know what. He, he just has issues, man. So she is, like, a very, like, in-tune, thoughtful person, and she was just, like, trying to have a conversation, and he just was not having it. Like, he was, like, I did nothing wrong, and then you're amazing, also you suck. Like, it was just, like, all over the place, kind of. Um And then, obviously, eventually, it led to the row ceremony, mm-hmm. where Leo makes this, like, big scene. So they, we obviously know something happened with, like, Leo and Joe before this because it was in all the teasers all the commercials right and then I thought it'd be like they were back and forth kind of but it was basically just Leo like he started it he was like you know
1: and did you like like I loved how whenever they started fighting Joe and Leo yeah the producers like all, they all went to like protect Joe. Like they wanted like Joe to stay, yeah. obviously. And they all <laughs> They're like, like, Joe, went, don't throw a yeah, punch. They were like, all who? like went to Joe and like yeah. took like Joe out of it so like it he wasn't Yeah,
0: so basically Leo was like, I'm not gonna find anyone here or also mm-hmm. Kendall, you're an asshole. Like blah blah blah. And then like he got up to leave and then called Joe grocery store bitch, which is hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> and then Joe Basically, it was like don't say that about me, don't say that about Kendall. They almost fought. Producers broke it up. Leo went home. That's about it. And then I love that like throughout it all, Joe obviously like it was and an super annoying of Kendall or of um well Kendall to even <laughs> date Leo in the first place, but of Leo to do that that night, like he was being so rude. And then Joe, I think, handled it pretty nicely. Like, he defended Kendall. Mm-hmm. He, like, didn't do, throw a punch, so, like, he had to leave Paradise. He didn't have to leave Paradise or anything, you know? Like, and then they all, he comes in, and they all clapped for him. Yeah. And they were all like, you they, you, Joe? Like, they all love Joe. And it yeah. just, like,
1: shows he's just, like, a good person. And everyone, I think all of America just wants him to find his happiness.
0: <laughs> I know. I, I just love them. Like, I think... Oh, I just Kendall love grocery better, store like, Joe.
1: Yeah, Kendall better, like, have her head on straight and not screw him over. But because, then like, I, he.
0: I do like their conversation where she's, like, you're different from, like, anyone, from me and anyone I've ever dated. So it yeah. scares me. And I think that's, that's the saying. conversation that's they have, needed I've to have. I kept
1: thinking, like, why can't she just be, like, happy with Leo? It's yeah. Or not Leo, so sorry. With Joe. Yeah. It's like she wasn't, like, ever content with him. She was just, like. That's why she was pursuing, like, other people, and it yeah. was, like, bothering me, but now, like, she did open up, and she was, like, you know, it's different from, I guess, what she's used to, and so she was scared. Yeah. So I did appreciate it, but I just hope she doesn't screw him over. Me too. But also, um, can we talk about how Leo still is fighting with people? Oh my god, yeah. So,
0: okay, so obviously Leo went home that night. He, I don't know, excused himself, also kind of got kicked off. And then, so Amanda Stanton made a tweet. Um, Amanda Stanton was on Ben's season of The Bachelor. Bachelor. She's been on Bachelor in Paradise. She's all over The Bachelor world. She was on Paradise the other day. Um, She's everywhere. So she made a tweet. She always recaps The Bachelor and she made a tweet about Leo this night, but basically what said something about Leo and just like bashing him, not bashing him, but like Leo's crazy because he is. And then Leo sent Amanda a DM on Instagram and... This just proves he's a psycho. Yeah. She she says, just got a lovely DM from Leo calling me a piece of shit, and that my tweet about him last night was going to come back and haunt me. So I guess he can never play editing. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise. Which is, like, just proves, like, what little of a man Leo is, you know? Yeah. Like, he's obviously has issues. why are you fighting
1: with people over social media?
0: Like, you look bad, dude. You gotta get over it. Like, (laughs) like... It'll blow over in 15 minutes. Like, Like, you're making this worse. Like,
1: move on, you know? And, like,
0: you looked like a douche. You are a douche. And did you really
1: think, no offense, but, like, when this air, no one was going to say anything? Exactly. Especially when you are dealing
0: with Joe, grocery store Joe,
1: and Leo. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's going to side with Joe. Yeah.
0: You can't fight with Grocery Store Joe. And, like,
1: did he really expect that no one was going to, like, say anything about how he acted in paradise on social media if he did think that?
0: Okay, so So we've been talking about Bachelor in Paradise for about seventeen minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I have like two more things to talk about. Yeah. Um. So I just want to recap really quick. So basically, at the rose ceremony, Chelsea was the only one who had a rose up for grabs. Yeah, poor girl. (laughs) No, not poor girl. She got to be the bachelorette. Like she got to kiss everybody. She got to like she made out with everybody. Like good for her. So, basically, in the end, she chose John, which, I don't know if it was a friendship rose or, like, actual get-to-know-you rose, but I kind of wish she picked Benoit, because I could kind of see them together, but... I could,
1: too, but I, I love John. think her thing behind it is that she just wants to kind of stay and not, and, like, hope another guy walks her that yeah. she connects with. I don't think she's feeling it with any of the guys. Yeah. But, yeah, I could see Benoit and her getting along, but I guess she didn't feel that.
0: And then... Of course, the very end of the episode was... So, Angela and Eric, super boring couple, have been together forever. Nothing drama has happened. They basically committed to each other. They said they were all in. And then Eric goes and basically blindsides her when Cassandra walks in and offers a date to Eric. So, Angela just totally gets screwed this episode. Because Eric... The night before had said. they both
1: stressed so many times how mm-hmm. they were both committed to each other. And no matter who walks through that door,
0: they're they with each other it, yeah. and they're all in. And they said that so much on camera. Imagine how much they said that, like, at night and behind the scenes. Yeah. And then Eric was basically like, yeah, I know I said that last night, but I don't feel that anymore. He basically I,
1: woke up with, like, a different
0: Like, that's feeling. so. That's.
1: I just so feel
0: so bad. And she
1: was like, I think I'm going to, like, I'm falling in love in paradise. Like, yeah. Like, this is all I wanted. And, like,
0: She just gets dang. blindsided. So, hopefully, the.
1: I'm happy that she's at least, like, she's She
0: staying- handled it super yeah, well. and she's,
1: like, I'm happy she's, like, staying a while. Like, she left night one on Nick's season. Yeah. And, like, I'm happy she's getting her, like, time yeah. on paradise. And I hope it all works out for them. But also, he's kind of
0: a douche. <laughs> super
1: like, that was just, like, really messed up with him. And, like,
0: I really like yes. him, and he's been, like, a good guy, I, I feel like, I on everything. Mm-hmm. And then he just, like, really, yeah. like, screws Angela. Like, he, they basically were like, yeah, Which we're boyfriend cool, and girlfriend, dude. and then he's like, never mind, I'm gonna go on this and date. And he
1: has no explanation for it. Yeah, he, he
0: did not have a good explanation, but. Well, that was Bachelor in Paradise See, week three, I three
1: think?
0: Three or four. Three or four. It's coming down to it. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't. This is my favorite time of year. I'm not ready for it to be over. You know what I mean? Me
1: either. I want to see what goes down with Colton and Tia. I know oh I'm over the Colton and Tia saga, but I think something goes down. I so
0: know. I'm just...
1: Happy they like laid low for a
0: week, though. I'm proud, I know. Of, I'm
1: proud of them. <laughs> it was really
0: nice not having yeah. to, like, be a part of their drama for like, a week.
1: I I feel like I got to finally focus on, like, other couples this week. Yeah, and Without sure. thinking about Tia and Colton. For sure. Like, and I feel like a lot of the first two weeks, I was just...
0: Listening to their drama yeah. and
1: like not even. And even about. everybody
0: else was like invested in it. Yeah.
1: Well, so that's Batch in Paradise. Cool.
0: So I don't even want to talk about the next story because it like thoroughly upset me for like a day when I found out. One of my, I think probably one of my all time favorite shows is Shameless. It's on Showtime. It's like the best show ever. I don't know why. I've just always loved it. So it's going, I think it's premiering its ninth season. Either soon or it did. Anyways, we've been catching up on the 8th season recently. And the star of the show, Emmy Rossum, she plays Fiona, which is basically the star of the entire show. The whole show
1: is surrounded
0: by her. her. She's leaving after season 9, which I just, like, can't... I feel like it's when Steve Carell left the office. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think this show is gonna work yeah
1: it's just like one of those shows that like it is the main character and she is so big it's like how is it gonna work and like still be good without
0: her I could see it still being good without her but I don't have a lot of faith do you know what I mean like that's what I'm saying I feel like
1: she's finally like
0: like if William H. Macy like left the show who plays Frank yeah then I it would be over. But yeah. I feel like Which, it could continue, but she's the best. Like mm-hmm. I love her. I love Fiona. I think like it's just like makes the show whole. Yeah. I don't I think just want
1: to know her like reasoning behind it. Yeah. Like if maybe her time was just up she wanted things. Oh other no no things. no
0: tell them about what you told me last week or earlier.
1: That's what I was getting at. Oh sorry. Um, so like I know like a season or two ago before she signed through season nine So probably season seven, um, around there, she was, like, demanded that she get paid more. She was apparently getting paid, like, a significant amount less than the guy who plays Frank William, what's his name? William
0: H. Macy. Yeah,
1: William (laughs) H. Macy. He gets paid, like, the most on the show, and, like, he is a main character of the
0: show, but, like,
1: she is,
0: like... I they, I'd like, say they're pretty even at this point. At like this time. point,
1: but, like, I feel like before, she was, like, the main character. I feel like she...
0: Oh, you, no, I think they've always, honestly, like, been co, like...
1: Nah, I think she, like, at a point in time was, like, he was probably more, like, got paid more because he was,
0: like, more well-known than she was, but... And the whole show, at, at least at the beginning, was centered around him. Like, you thought, basically, it would be his, like, journey, I guess. You know? Because the whole whole basis of the show, if you've never seen it, is Frank is, like, this alcoholic father, Fiona's the eldest daughter, and then there's, what, seven kids? And it's they live in the south side of Chicago, don't have any money, Frank is never there, and Fiona basically has to raise them all. So, you definitely see, like, the chronicles of Frank throughout the show, because he's obviously crazy and then also on the flip side you have fiona raising the family you know so it's like i don't know it's like their counterparts i'd say kind of i don't know if frank can carry the whole show you know
1: yeah anyway so basically i know what happened she demanded equal pay for season eight she basically told them i want to get paid As much as William H. Macy. Mm -hmm. Because she was getting paid a significant amount less. He had the top salary and she was getting paid, I know, a significant amount less. So she wanted to demand equal pay per episode... And I guess they granted it.
0: it's 2018. She, but now's the time to ask if she's gonna ask, you know. Right, and I don't,
1: I think it's, I do think she, like, deserves it. Yeah. Like, she is.
0: She does a lot. Like,
1: she's acted out throughout. That's another thing. Like, I feel like, like, she's shown in every episode and, like, I don't know, her acting. I feel like it's deserved to have equal pay as him. I don't feel, I feel like they are equal as far as the show goes and he should not be there's no reason why he should be getting paid more than her so i'm guessing they agreed and paid her the same or as him for season eight i don't know if that has anything to do with why she's leaving like if he if you know they something in the contract they're switching the pay. I don't know if that has anything to do with that at all, but I know that that was an issue about an, a year ago. So like if it was something like that, then like I understand. Yeah. You should leave because I think she deserves to be paid. Yeah, she rocks.
0: And, but also she's paid, like
1: being like I don't think it's unfair. She's so. been
0: more behind the, the camera lately yeah, too. I know she's, she's been, been like
1: directing. And yeah, stuff. she's
0: been doing a lot of directing. So maybe. they're not letting her do as much directing on the show as, like, she would want to, you know? So, who knows? Maybe she just wants a new life path. She did get married, like, a year ago. But I'm real sad about it. I feel very disappointed because that's my favorite show. I guess Nine Seasons is, like, a real good run for a show. Oh, yeah. And, like, obviously they're not stopping it. But I don't know. I just love her. I
1: feel like it's not going to be the same. But just, like, more power to her. Like, I like, really appreciate how, basically, she, like, demanded, she's, like, you pay me what I want, or you can move on without me, or, like, cancel the show, she's a like, badass. I don't care, and, she's like, cool. it shows, like, a lot that she was able to, like, get what she wants, like, she's well-respected, yeah, and, like, um, that probably paved a way for, like, a lot of people, too, that were, like, damn, I'm not getting paid enough, but, like, she did it, so...
0: Yeah. Good for her for asking. Good job, Ebbing Russell. We yeah, love she, you. She
1: rocks. But I can't wait to I'm see what to she see does next. I'm to see her yet. go. I hope she does bigger and better things, and yep. she like does like more TV shows, more movies, because I would like to see more of her, because I think she's a very good actress, because that's kind of a hard role to play. She Definitely. plays it well.
0: And for nine seasons. That's a long time. Yeah. Like,
1: I'm like, oh, I love Fiona. She's such a good character, and I'm really happy that they casted her to play it. <laughs>
0: All right. Love you, Emmy Rotham. Good luck. Um. So the next thing we have is, so Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift, of course, have been, you know, best friends for a while now, but I'd say, what, in the last year,
1: mm-hmm. nothing's been... She was a part of her squad, for sure. Yeah.
0: She was definitely a, a forefront, you know, in Taylor Swift's squad. They have not been, I don't know, seen talking in the past, like, year or so, right? Mm-hmm. No one has really known what's going on. No one's reported any feuds, but they haven't been seen together. So yeah. they kind of assumed things aren't going well between them.
1: Yeah, and I know there is something that Carly Kloss did with like uh, something with Katy, Katy Perry. Katy Perry, yeah.
0: So, so that's obviously you know, this is all speculation. Bad blood. No one knows.
1: There's, <laughs> ha, ha There's just been like no talk or sighting of them. So, yeah. Like
0: so, then we got an Instagram post from Carly Kloss, and she was at Taylor Swift's Nashville concert, which, honestly, I was, like, really relieved to see. I don't know, maybe they were feuding and, like, they're not anymore or whatever, but I'm glad to see their friends again. Like, I think they're... I don't know, I really like them together, and I just think they're both, like, cool, independent, strong women, and I just... I don't know, I like them.
1: Yeah, I really like Carly Kloss. There's a lot of theories that they're Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss are dating. Okay, so if I you did have, not know that. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of talk on it, and people, um have uh found like a lot of clues in her like like, i'm calling bullshit but (laughs) in her oh me too but like it's just funny that people like think that and they really think that like this is all cover up
0: maybe they broke up and like now they can be friends again
1: (laughs) yeah but like i don't think it's true but like it's just funny to like see that a lot of people
0: yeah um
1: like come up with theories it's just like random but it's so funny and honestly if they are I would
0: wouldn't be mad about it. Wouldn't be mad. Um. Okay. Well, you told me about this last night, so you're gonna have to talk about it. So, at the Nashville concert, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill came up on stage to sing uh, an iconic Taylor Swift song. Of course, mm-hmm. Tim McGraw. And then you showed me the video last night, and it
1: was iconic, like oh,
0: super iconic. It was.
1: It's so cool to see Taylor Swift with two, like, country sensations, Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. And we
0: love Faith Hill because she's a Mississippi girl, and so are we now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was really cool, I guess, to see them because I know – Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are people that Taylor Swift like looked up to when she was pursuing country music and like whenever she got her start. So it was cool. They went on stage saying Tim McGraw. However
0: <laughs> um, Here's the here's the tea. Here's the tea I have.
1: I don't know if anyone else thinks this. It honestly could just be me because I feel like I haven't heard much. On the subject, I just hear people reporting how iconic it was, how it was everything we didn't know we needed, Tim McGraw, Mm -hmm. Faith Hill, Taylor Swift, which I agree with, but also, if you go back and watch the video, it's kind of as if they, like, did, I just, I just got weird vibes, like, they went on stage and they didn't really, they didn't know the song, it seemed like, it just seemed like they weren't super, like, no,
0: they didn't know the song. That was just, like, like... Like, just so I keep thinking mind how do you not know yeah. the song
1: it's about you Tim McGraw it's about your husband Faith Hill it's such an iconic Taylor like Swift they, song I know he's been on like been with her to sing it before I know it was he just has. weird so it was just weird like Faith Hill got on stage first and like she was like doing good at first and then it's almost like she just stopped singing she just was
0: basically so, sang the chorus yeah like, she would
1: only like sing Tim McGraw yeah um <laughs> And she just was, like, kind of standing there would have her microphone just, like, in front of her and, like, smiling the whole time and just letting Taylor sing the whole song.
0: Which wouldn't and be sus, but every other guest she's had, it's been a full just, performance. Yeah, you know? it was just, like, all oh, people. They sing go, their song or they you sing you watch Taylor's anything, song. it's, like,
1: just entertaining and having a good time and it just makes you smile. But the whole entire <laughs> time I was watching this, I was just, like, it almost looks like they're not having a good time but like i don't, what do i know they just not... didn't
0: know the song that's just but
1: see i don't know i think it's sus i don't know if they just didn't know this is, how can you okay, not know the song here's
0: my theory behind it and i know
1: it's one of her older songs but it's like you know you're going on stage to sing that song they've pref- i'm sure they had to rehearse it if they didn't i'm sure she she told them what song they were singing you go listen to the song a few times okay here's you your here's my
0: theory behind it so i it's think it's like
1: they didn't care enough to do
0: that It's no, kind of I... a slap
1: in the face to taylor swift They didn't put in the time
0: to learn the song. Stop interrupting me. Here are my thoughts. (laughs) Ready? Okay, I think they knew the song when it was popular. I'm sure they were like, oh, this little teeny bopper, Taylor Swift, wrote a song called Tim McGraw. Like, I'm sure they listened to it. It was a super famous song at the time. They, they knew it, I'm sure, you know. And then when they said they were going to sing that at the concert or, like, come on stage or whatever, they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. But they probably, like, didn't realize how much they don't remember. You know what I mean?
1: Well, that's just, like, very dumb of them. Like, yeah. again, that's just them thinking they're too good that they don't need to. Yeah. To rehearse, like they're it's know just they no, think they're yes, too good. <laughs> no, I do because <laughs> you're telling me you're gonna go on no matter what it is. You're gonna go on stage like not prepared. Like, there's, yeah. so, there's so many people that, like, when it's not your song, like, forgetting words and, like, stuff like that, you're really going to risk that and, like, going on stage and not knowing it. True. And I guess, they but what I'm saying is they didn't care enough. They're like, worst comes worse, we'll stand on stage and smile. Which, like, lucky for them, every, they are so iconic. <laughs> yeah. People aren't going to give them shit for it unless you're me, I guess. Um, Like, everyone's just going to love it because it's Taylor Swift. But, like, I just don't think. But well, also,
0: maybe they planned that. Like, maybe they were like, oh, we're just going to be on stage and bop along like they weren't planning right, to maybe and
1: that that's but it could just be an issue too. it looked
0: weird it just it looked and weird. I thought and it was weird no one else was talking about it like you like Cassidy brought this up to me last night and I had no idea and it's
1: because no one wants to t- like it's Faith Hill and Tim McGraw yeah. they're just they such, can do no
0: wrong yeah
1: it's just like that they're a power couple they're just iconic you know country sensations yeah. so it's like they can do no wrong, but this is what bothers me. Like Taylor Swift, I feel like is is above them, and they no, I wouldn't say above them. She's above them in their own way, but she's like Beyonce, Taylor Swift. But no one like if you can like, she can do wrong. So it's like Tim <laughs> McGraw, and Faith Hill can do no wrong, Beyonce can do no wrong, but Taylor Swift can do wrong. But like, tell me
0: how. If like, you can't tell, we're huge Taylor <laughs> Swift fans, <laughs> but, like, I just... And feel I'm like sure she,
1: everyone's gonna disagree with me, She just
0: always gets shit on, and we're so tired of like, it. Like, am I
1: wrong? Am no.
0: I, am I being stupid? You're being, I say, a little dramatic about Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, like, being too good, thinking they're too good for Taylor Swift, because I think they, they have to realize how big of a catastrophe Okay, star I'm not saying
1: it, they're too good, but it I just seems like they didn't really care. Like they they were yeah. just like, "Oh, yeah, we're going to go to Swift's concert and we're going to bop on, perform on stage and go on with our day." They just I don't know. Like yeah. like I said, I'm not them. I don't know, but it was just weird. And like if you look at any of her other um performances, they're all having a good time. Like Selena Gomez, you know, everyone that she's brought, it's yeah. been an absolute performance and, like, amazing, and with them, I just wasn't impressed, and I was just disappointed because they are so big, I expected more. Yeah. That's all I have to say.
0: I- And that's I mean, the tea. And
1: you know, everyone at that concert, it was in Nashville, it was like, yeah. oh my god, Faith Hill, Tim McGraw, like, yeah. they probably expected something- Country capital. Way more than what they got. Yeah. And that's all. Nothing against them, still love them.
0: Yeah. I don't- It was I'm just sure weird. it was
1: no disrespect, I just would expect more, and- That's the tea. Yep.
0: We're ranting a lot on this podcast. (laughs) You know?
1: Like, We have a lot of opinions today. Yeah, and I just think, going back to Taylor Swift, the whole world needs to appreciate her. Like, it's Taylor Swift. She literally makes about $9 million per (laughs) concert she has. What?
0: I'm, like, surprised it's only that much. Like, people, she
1: writes her own music. What? She's, she's a queen. She's one of the only artists that still sells out CDs. <laughs> like, who buys CDs anymore? No one, but they all buy Taylor Swift's CD. Like mm. but then people will still turn her back on her and talk about her any chance they get. But I think they're all just jealous. So
0: Well, it seems like Cassie <laughs> has a lot of opinions today. But I if you keep- if you have any opinions, you can tweet us. Uh, at Babes and Brews Podcast, or you can follow our Instagram, same name, or you can follow both of us. It's just our names. Sorry, gotta get that quick plug in.
1: Yeah. So that's my thoughts on Taylor Swift.
0: We have another we Taylor are- Swift story, but maybe we should chill for a second. <laughs> we but just
1: I kind of feel like it's a big deal.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, go for it. I'll just
1: summarize it super quick. Okay. So Taylor Swift is about to have to make a huge decision in the music industry. <laughs> she is um, free. Um, will be free as of this November 2018 from her label of Big Machine Records. And she's been signed with them since she was 15 years old, so it's...
0: A big deal. It's a
1: big deal. She, um, This is the first time her contract is going to be up after her sixth album was released, and it is up in November. So she has to make a decision whether she is going to be a free agent and produce her own music herself, which obviously she's proved she can or if she'll go to another label like Columbia Records or Sony or if she will stay with Big Machine Records. Now, the issue is if Big Machine Records owns what is all of is called her masters, which is your first recording mm-hmm. of like a song mm-hmm. and then you make copies from there. Yeah. So they own all of her music. And so they, another label would have to buy all of that out. So, which would be um, insane. Yeah. so people are like willing or like not to
0: mention big machine records, eighty percent of their, um, revenue is from Taylor Swift, so they were nothing. They would take a huge hit if, yeah. if they, I mean, how would they even keep going without They her?
1: Basically, they were like nothing of a label until they signed Taylor Swift, and yeah. like they made and she blew up. Yeah. yeah, so it's basically Taylor. She is super loyal to uh, Big Machine Records, like and she's Scott not going to screw them. Which is, yeah, which is who founded her. So it's basically up to Scott Borchetta to decide. Is there an amount that I'm willing to sell Taylor Swift and yeah. like all she is for, or is there not? But like ultimately, she still has the decision. Like I think isn't it's still she in even her thinking
0: hand. about making her own record well, label? That,
1: that's an option. I don't know. I know. Her I team, think that's
0: her next move. I it think, has to be. I
1: think if she wants to see change, especially in the music industry, that should be her next move. But oh. since she is so loyal to Big Machine Records and um, Scott Borchetta Who knows? I think it would be cool to maybe see if they could get um, some sort of, like, Taylor Swift something, like, from um, Big Machine Records. Or, um, I don't think that it would be her best move to go to someone like Columbia Records, because then she's sharing her... Spotlight with, um, big celebrities with like Adele and Beyonce, like they're signed with them. So
0: I don't think she just doesn't need to. She's that's so what I'm big, saying. she doesn't need to. She
1: doesn't need anyone. Yeah. So it's like that would be so cool if she, um, made her own label and then yeah. she could handpick our future artists. Like, and I, I just do, feel like that's, that's her next it, move.
0: Like that I would think just make sense. But it's
1: also does she have time for that? It's what but she like, wants to, and she would still have to be bought out. I believe. Yeah. And. It's almost like they... It's not like ha- she
0: doesn't have the money for it, though. Right.
1: So, and it's almost like they... Um, so she would have to buy herself out Yeah. of them. And anyone will. So it's like if he's willing to sell um, and make money off of her or if he wants to protect her and... Keep- I don't know, so we'll see. So she has. This is probably one of the biggest things about to go down in like music history because people are bidding, it like, in, like they are basically, amounts. they're basically like risking their whole label and like selling. Everything out, selling everything out to be able to buy her. Like yeah. they're putting a lot of people are bidding and putting a lot of because things it's on the line. Taylor
0: mm-hmm. Swift, like just think, like
1: that she run in eighty percent of like, big machine records revenue. Like, yeah,
0: what she could do, she's for so making many insane amount of money mm-hmm. every single day. And the like, thing
1: is, nowadays you don't really need a label. Like she brings in so many of her own people, just herself. Yeah, um, not even through her label. I think you really only need your label to like. Promote stuff on the radio and get your streaming services, but she can do that herself. Yeah, she already hires people herself. I just think she is because so loyal. Taylor to Swift's
0: a boss ass queen. Yeah. So that's that. Um, okay, that's enough Taylor for now. Yeah, that's enough Taylor. <laughs> okay, I have like two more quick things. So just a little quick thing. So Kylie announced that her cosmetics line is going to Ulta. Mm. So I just thought this was interesting because I don't know. I feel like it's been a long time coming for like. Kylie Cosmetics to go into an actual store, Mm -hmm. but I thought it was interesting that she chose Ulta, like, over Sephora, like, other big names, like, Jaclyn Hill or, like, Jeffree Star, Mm -hmm. like, they go to, like, Sephora, and I, I don't know, I don't know why she, I love Ulta, Ulta's my, like, go-to, so I think it's interesting that she is bringing it there, and I'm super excited for that, too, because... I think one of the things that at least holds me back from buying, like, all of Kylie stuff is, like, w- having to wait for it to ship, paying for shipping costs, and, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all and, that. Um,
1: I thought it was kind of cool, like, she's proved over the past, I don't know, y- two years that she's had this company that it's, like, yeah. exploded and it could be, like, hold its own in stores, I believe, because it, it's so big. It yeah. could have went to stores a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I think she, She could have started
0: in stores. Right.
1: I think she just, um like, really took time, though, to, like, weigh her options. Yeah. And...
0: It's gonna prove out, like, most beneficial to her.
1: Yeah. Like, she's and gonna And I be do think it's cool that she's bringing it into stores and yeah. making it more... Um, and I love
0: that she chose ex- Ulta. Yeah, I mean, And not Sephora. I'm I'm, a,
1: I really like Ulta. Yeah. I don't... I'm
0: not really sure why, but I do. Um... I'm just excited for it to be there and, like, you can see it in person and, yeah. like, her, her eyeshadows and, like, everything. I'm curious everything. to see, like,
1: what's going to... Because she has, like, a lot of collections. I feel yeah. like she's releasing stuff yeah, so true. much. Like, and, like, is her
0: collections going to be there? That's what I'm
1: saying. Maybe it will just be, like, her, you know, like, her lip kits, her eyeshadow, like, yeah. the basic stuff. Or yeah. is it going to be all of her... Like, is, are we going to see the Chloe Coco collection yeah. there? Are we going to see... um you know, like, what are we going to mm. see there? Uh, I know she has a lot of limited edition stuff, so maybe that'll just be online and her more stuff that's permanent will go yeah. in stores. I'm excited to see. I'm really excited. just props to Kylie that, like, even through her whole pregnancy and, like, now she's still killing it with her cosmetics game. She's always releasing cool things. I feel like it's always, like, appealing and catches the eye. Mm-hmm. She's always finding, like, new collections to come out with and collab
0: with new people. And she's just doing... She's doing super she's well. She's killing it. She's only... Only getting, getting better from here. And she has time to be the new Adidas yeah. ambassador. So She's like, just
1: a boss, man. She's
0: a boss, man. She just, keep it going. 21 won't stop I her. I just
1: don't know how she does it. Like, she worked so hard. And, like, we don't, like, people don't even notice that. But, like, uh, she
0: I also just, has I just like, go to
1: school for a couple hours today. <laughs> and then I just want, like,
0: hey. I literally had one class today and I'm, like, done. So like, just, I'm exhausted. I just, like, always
1: <laughs> think about that. Like, compare it to my life. Yeah. Like, I feel like I never have, like, time to, like, like, I, was, like she's I don't the have same time to go get us. a job. Like, I'm in school. But, like, she Isn't has a annoying? kid. And she's, like, doing all these different jobs and projects. Like, that just bothers she's me. She's the same
0: and age as us, and she's a billionaire. Yeah. I have negative $40 mm-hmm. in my account.
1: And, like, it's just crazy because, like, I mean, we all have the same 24 hours in the day. <laughs> it's just, like, how you use it. Yeah. And, like, I guess it is, too,
0: like partly. Well, good job, brought, Kylie. But, Can't wait to see you in Ulta. Um, Our next and last story, actually, it's just kind of quick. It's more of a serious story. But so um, Karama Brown from Netflix's Queer Eye, the reboot, um, posted a thing about his suicide attempt 12 years ago. I think it was yesterday. But it was like really serious and he talked about it and he what I liked about the whole Basically, he posted a, p- a video on Instagram talking about his suicide attempt 12 years ago. And he, so he does the culture on Queer Eye. So on Queer Eye, obviously, there's five different sections and five guys for each, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Like, topic? You have culture, food, design, fashion, grooming. 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 So they have all of them, and then his is culture. So he helps these people you know socially and like just like they're like they're what's going almost on almost like a therapist
1: life. kind yeah. of and he and he and helps them like take the next step for, yeah. like whatever they like they've been having a goal and, and he, he like and helps them accomplish a goal that and so could,
0: or what, something they've always wanted to do exactly and so what I like about like this video is like he he says like I've struggled with these things I've been in like a low point in my life where I've like wanted to take my own life like this is why I'm like People like to talk badly about them because they say like they don't have the right credentials or whatever But he's like a social worker, you know, like a, a legitimate social worker And he's like I've had I've dealt with this in the past so like he can relate to these people so much And the reason I wanted to talk about just like this whole situation just because it was like reported on e-news and stuff And it was just a really like light-hearted video like it does it doesn't sound as like bad as it I'm making it kind of seem but It was just, like, good, and and I wanted to bring up just our love for Queer Eye. Like, it's just such a good show. If you've never seen it, you have to go watch it on Netflix now. I've recommended it to, I feel like, so many different people, and I've not had one complaint back.
1: No, I feel like it's really... Like, I'm not just saying this. Like, it really changed my perspective on a lot of things, and it's very eye-opening. It's
0: so um, informational, and, like, You learn so much,
1: but it's also, like, good. Like, I want to watch It the show. opens up
0: conversations. It's a good mm-hmm. show. Like, I'm interested. I love all the guys. Like, it's such... It's literally such a good show. If you've never seen it... You need to go watch it right now. It needs to like be played in schools. I think
1: so too. It's just I really think it's something that should be played in schools.
0: It opens up so much conversation, and it's just
1: I, I just love it, and I love all the guys. Oh my gosh, and they're just all best friends.
0: That's our recommendation for the week. Queer Eye. If you've never seen it, go watch it.
1: Season one and two. It's literally probably the best show ever. Ever. And. I hope it never goes away. It's just like the best show. to Netflix for picking that up. And for season
0: three, they're going to Missouri. Yeah, they're going to. Which is where Cassie's from. That's where I'm
1: from, Missouri. So they're normally based in Georgia. Yeah. But they're moving to uh, Kansas Kansas City, City, Missouri. Mm -hmm. So I actually am excited because. I just have a lot to say, but I think it'll really help people. I'm so Missouri. (laughs) Like at first, I was like, I'm so disappointed. I don't want to see this. But if you like, just since I'm from there, I know how people are, and I think it can really do us some justice. Do it. People need some help. Like, yeah. (laughs) That's all I'll say.
0: (laughs) Well, I love Eye, and leading up into my final question for you tonight, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, if you had to choose one of the five guys' jobs, whether it be, okay, I said it earlier, but f- okay, it's food, culture, grooming, fashion, and then like interior design, which one would you choose?
1: Wait, the, it's the job, like the job or ju- like, like if you as had a person. To,
0: like, say you were on the show Queer Eye, oh, I and would you had to pick the job. You had to pick which like section you wanted to do.
1: Oh, okay. I would definitely do fashion, really, tans, or I would, Yeah, I, I would not. I always would say I do interior design, but I'd be horrible. At it. Really,
0: I thought that's what you were gonna choose. No. I was like for sure.
1: I would do be really bad at um interior design. I feel like I like doing that stuff, but I just don't think I'm very good at it. But I think I'd be better at um dressing the people do tan, <laughs> but. My favorite guy on the show is Jonathan.
0: <laughs> Jonathan, like you have to watch the show if you've never seen it because every single guy is like your He's favorite guy. Hilarious, but Jonathan rocks. Yeah. Okay,
1: so what would you choose, and who's your favorite guy on the show?
0: I, oh, that's like really hard for me. I think because I like them all. In I different like ways, love, but them I all. just like
1: never stop laughing. With Jonathan.
0: Um, I think I would do culture. I think I'd be the. I think that's almost kind of the hardest one because you get written off, kinda like, it's it's a hard job to like do and like it you don't make as much like I feel like really immediate impact. impact. But I really feel like I'd like be good deep at that.
1: Into the person. Yeah,
0: I think I'd be good at I don't know, just like helping people out. I feel like I'm I, I feel like I give good advice. I feel like
1: it's a harder <laughs> job than it seems like.
0: For sure. Like
1: it seems like oh, there's a fashion guy that's easy. But yeah. like once you see the show, you can see like how difficult their jobs actually are. It's just and such I a feel good like show. I would not do the job justice, so I don't even want to try to Yeah. do one of their jobs. But I but. think
0: my favorite guy, it Jonathan's such a clear answer cuz he rocks, but also Tan I feel like has that's a lot of layers to him. Too. But also, Anthony just is so he's cute so and attractive. so hot. But he's Anthony. also like a good person and super smart. And like, so is Jonathan. Jonathan hosts his own podcast and he's super smart. But
1: they're all smart. He's they they super rock. smart too. All
0: right. Well, you definitely got to go watch Queer Eye right now. I think I'm going to go rewatch it right now. Mm-hmm. But um, that's it for the Babes and Bruce podcast today. We went a little over our time today because we just. We had a lot of opinions. I know. I'm,
1: like, a little sad because it went by very fast, and I feel I know. like I'm not satisfied. I have more I could talk we about. We have
0: three more stories on our list, and we're already, like, like six minutes over, like. I
1: know. I know. I miss this. It's I know. It's always a fun time.
0: I know. Maybe maybe one day we'll go to bi-weekly.
1: I think we should.
0: <laughs> maybe. Says, I'm not
1: getting very upset that we're about to press the end button. Me too.
0: It's just a fun time, but, uh. We'll definitely see you guys next week. you got to tune in next week for, uh, I don't know.
1: Some more life advice with More Cassidy life. and Cameron.
0: <laughs> Maybe we should start a second podcast called Life Advice with Cassidy and Cameron. We would give so. you terrible advice, but I think we're kind of funny.
1: Just like the things that happen. I feel like we should talk about
0: it. Yeah, we have just some weird things that happen in our lives. Okay, but anyway, that has been the Babes and Brews podcast. You need to make sure you follow us on Instagram. Instagram and Twitter at Babes and Brews Podcast. You want to follow both our personal accounts. Mine's at Cameron Sidley and at Castie Denoyer. Let so. us know if
1: maybe one time we should transition this to a web show And you can see our faces <laughs> rather than a podcast Cause
0: we're like cute <laughs> No but
1: like I just think it'd be funny like me sitting here mocking you right now Yeah
0: Throughout the entire podcast Cassidy sits and like makes faces at me And she mocks me Oh my god it drives me Cause I know nuts. exactly
1: what you're gonna say And we also can read each other's minds Oh yeah Okay so that's all for <laughs>
0: That's all for that Um so you know tune in next week and uh We'll see you then Yeah. Peace and blessings.
1: That means.